Near of Shabbos, Shabbos Kodesh, in Eretz Yisrael, we're doing Parsha Shlach in America. They're doing Bahalaisha. I just uh, arrived back from uh, touring America and uh, arriving home in time to Eretz Yisrael to read Parsha Shlach, which talks about that they sent spies Latur Esaaretz to tour out the land. Um, I want to to say a little idea about Baloscha first, and, um, and that's something to do with there's a certain parsha that has Vayibin Sara Aron Yem Moshe Kum Hashem Mefutzer Vecha Minusu Mitzur Nechem Ipanecha Uvnircha Yoyim Ashuv Hashem Ruvivas Alpha Israel Two Psukim Unbelievable Psukim We're very familiar with them. But it's a very strange thing that you have a, a backwards nun, an upside-down backwards nun at the beginning and at the end of the kind of demarcating that this little section of the Sefer Torah is something different. Some of the Forsham says this is not the place where it belongs. It was put here to separate between two type of what they call puronios, two type of tragedies. Now, um, what were the two type of tragedies? One of them was that they were like a tino kaburech in Beisah Sefer, they were like children running away from from cheder, running away from school, and um, and that's that's tragic. Because halavai, if only we could love learning Torah so much that when it came time to leave, we would have a hard time leaving. That I, 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 there is a medrash I think that says that it's it's almost as if when the Jews ran away. They lost the ability, they could have, there is a theoretical idea that they could have gone straight to Eretz Yisrael, they wouldn't have had to stay in the Midbar had they not run away, as it were. So that's a bit of a tragedy. And there's another tragedy afterwards, there's a, there's people who were complaining. Now, the complainers, I'll talk about that in a minute, but was it two nuns putting this like, demarcation in the middle. Now, there's a very deep concept. And for those of you that are aware that there's a, a shame iron base, there's a shame of 72 triplets, shame bain iron base, that has 72 uh, groups of letters that are basically come from the Pasuk, the three Psukim in Parashas Beshalach, as opposed to Shalach, and it says, Vaisa, Vayova, Vayet, those three psukim, they're one right after the other. Each one of those psukim has exactly 72 letters. And the Svarim Kedoshim, from the Zayar and many other sources, talk about how there are different ways of coming up with this Shem HaMeforosh by taking the first letter of the first posuk, the last letter of the second posuk, the first letter of the third posuk, and putting all those in groups of three. And that's the shame of Ayin Beis. Um, it's an interesting thing to note, though, that because there's 216 letters, there's no middle letter. It's, it's an even number. So even numbers, if you split it in half, you have equal numbers on both sides. There's no odd man out. There's nothing left over. And it seems to be that those two middle letters happen to be two nuns. Two nuns. Now some, again, this is a little bit above my prey grade, or maybe a lot above. 
but it has to do with, we know there's something called the Nun Shari Bina, the 50 gates of wisdom. And that the 50 gates of wisdom is where a person accesses his wisdom and comprehension and Bina is so deep. And that, that's the middle point of the shame of this, uh, of the is num- letter number 108 and 109. Uh, two nuns. And it's from the word he'anan, the, the cloud. What does it have to do with anything? But I thought that maybe it's important if we look at the idea and we know that there are 85 letters in between those two nuns. The 85 letters are what makes up the two psukim. The first pasuk has... Uh, 12 words, and the second pasuk has 7 words. Is it 12 words? The first pasuk has the same amount of words as the last pasuk in the Sefer Torah, and the second pasuk has the same amount of words as the first pasuk in the Sefer Torah. So it kind of like some of the Mephorshim explained it based on the Gemara in Shabbos that says, and Kol Kispe, that basically that you could save a Sefer Torah that has 85 letters in it. Because that 85 letters signifies as a significant, it's as if it's its own chumash, those 85 letters. Its own chumash. <laughs> what? I mean, hey, you know, if we ever have to have a chumash test, I'll take a test on a whole chumash, Rebbe, the 85 letters. Wow, that would be very nice. But why is it so significant that 85 letters is considered a whole entire safer? So it could be that it has to do that between the nuns, the nuns representing maybe the two middlemost points of the Shema Mephorosh that represent the gateway to access a very lofty com- connection to Kosh Baruch Hu. So maybe that has to do with entering through those nun Shari Bina. But there's, there's another idea. That there's a, a time and place that we say that the, the head and the body kind of have a, a stickle inverse relationship. Like for the body itself, we have protrusions. We have seven protrusions. The men have two arms, two legs, um, a, two testes, and, and a reproductive organ. So there's seven kind of protrusions. And they cor- kind of correspond inversely to the seven holes, orifices of the head. You know, two eyes, two ears. That's two for the two nostril things. That's, that's six. And the mouth. And, uh, and there's a certain correlation between the two. Now we know that the gematria of the word of pe, which is the mouth, is 85. Pe is 80 and he is 5. So 85. So when you have the nun bina the two nuns of the parshas of Bahaloscha of Ahibin Sa'aron. So the two nuns are the 50, the two nuns on the side, and the pe is in the middle. It's almost like when you dive and you lift up your 10 fingers, five and five, and each of them correspond to 10 spheres. So it's like 50 and 50, like two nuns. Whoa, this is really trippy. That is the nun charibina surrounding the mouth, the pe. But the same time that there's the, I guess the something that kind of corresponds to the mouth we said was the reproductive organ. 
And the, what, what you do to ensure that the reproductive organ is holy is you give it a bris mila. The word mila, menu lamed hay, is 40, 10, 30, and 5, is altogether 85 as well. Now, so I took the two together and said peh and mila. So you have 85 from the word peh, 85 from the word mila, and that's together 170. Rabbi, what does that mean, 170? That the word in the middle of the point of the, the same of Ayn Bey's triplets is he'anan, Ayn Nunun. Ayn Nunun is 170. Just a little tripped out board for, for that. But now I want to say something a little bit um, on Parsha Shlach. And um, Parsha Shlach is is a wild parsha. It starts off with the Miraglim going to see the land, going to check out the land of Israel. So the Lashon is Lasuras Arth, to see the land. The end of the parsha is talking about Tzitzis, the mitzvah of Tzitzis, where we go, Velosasuru, and we shall not be diverted, our eyes should not be diverted from seeing Hashem in our lives. And I thought that Something that um, is important, we mentioned the idea is one of the most important things a person could do is have Yiras Hashem. Yiras Hashem, why don't we say Pachad Hashem? So Yiras Hashem means fear of Hashem, but also is the lotion of Yira, of seeing. If a person lives his life, that he sees Hashem's presence in his life, then all the things that he does is going to be totally different. So I think that maybe that has to do with the, the tzitzis being at the end of the parsha to kind of fix up when the miraglim or some ten of the miraglim may have misused their way of looking at things. And um, there's so much depth in tzitzis. It's uh, so much so that they say that tzitzis that it's brought down shulchan aruch. It's usher to go daladamas without tzitzis. You know, you wake up in the morning and and you want to go about your day. First, you have to wash Nagelwasser while you're still in bed. Bottom line, Allah Maisa, the best way to do it. Then you throw on your titsis, you can make a bracha if you want. Um, then run, then you can either use the restroom, go to the bathroom, get yourself dressed, and continue your day. Best not to walk Daladamas without tzitzis. It's an unbelievable thing. What do we need the tzitzis to surround us for? So they say that the tzitzis is mamish, comes from this concept of an or makif. An or makif is something that surrounds us. And that's why the custom in, in Kal Yisrael is that the Kala, or Kala's family, the Kala gives the chasen a talus. Because the chasen wraps himself with the talus. It's represents what's called the Ormakif. It's huge light that we wrap ourselves in. And uh, and when a person is wrapped in that light, it keeps them away from the Ayin Hara. That's at Lemaisa why in Shul also that the married men, they put the talus over their head. The unmarried men, they're not supposed to. It's brought down. It could be, that, could, that could be an Ayin Hara. You know, ah, but I dive in so much better when I have the talus over it could be an Ein Hara. It could be, oh, you're already, you look like you're already married, so you might not get a Shidduch because you're walking around like a married person.
I'm not getting into that. That's the side point. But the Maisa, the, the or Makif surrounds a person, protects a person from the Ayin Hara. Maybe that's why it's after marriage. You get much more protection. But um, I just want to wish that all of us would be able to utilize our eyes. And the Mitzvah, when you see the Tzitzis, by looking at the Tzitzis, you'll remember the Mitzvah Hashem. It's brought down that the Tzitzis should be visible. Okay, the strings for sure. Um, there's a machlokas amongst the Sephardim whether or not the begid should be visible. But um, even amongst the Hasidim, some people say the begid should be visible, some say not. But either which way, the strings should be there to remind a person to envision Hashem in his life. And if we surround ourselves with tzitzis on the four corners in each direction of our being, then maybe that not only will we be reminded of Hashem, we'll live our lives with that feeling that God is present in our life. Bez Hashem, we shall all be Zohazayim to have that experience and to live our entire life that way and to have the most fulfilling and beautiful life. Bez Hashem, Siat Dishmaya, Zai Gibbench, have an amazing Shabbos.